blowing out our hiring process. Hey there, I'm Eric Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. Join us on our journey to building a $100 million company. What is happening? This is Eric J. Olson. Now, what I mean by blowing out our hiring process is for a long time, we've had a process document that outlined all the steps that we have to go through in order to recruit and hire someone. Once they've signed the employment agreement, another process document kicks off for onboarding them. Things like getting them a computer, an email account, just all that stuff. There's a lot of administrative stuff that is required in order to bring a new employee on. By blowing out the hiring process, what I needed to do was clarify who did what when. Now, here was the problem that I was having, and maybe you're having a similar problem in documenting your processes. So the problem that I had is we had one long document that had all the steps for uh, recruiting someone, doing the whole interview process, and then eventually extending a job offer to them that they accepted. And there's multiple people that are involved in that process. First, we have the supervisor who writes up the job description. Then it gets kicked over to an administrator who runs the job ad, starts to collect resumes, and then send them back over to the supervisor. And then the supervisor does some uh, triaging and finally comes down to a small group of candidates, does the interviewing, finally picks somebody, kicks it back over to the administrator who uh, eventually will do things like a background check and maybe like collect references, which gets kicked back over to the supervisor to actually do the reference checks. Oh, and by the way, I'm involved like in many steps of the way here because there's approvals that have to be made. Like I want to approve, as a CEO, I want to approve new jobs that go out in the salary ranges. I don't want to be surprised, right? And then I also do the same kind of a check right before the actual job offer goes out. I want to see it before it goes out. I don't want to be surprised after the fact because I'm the one that's got to pay this bill. So there's, there's a lot of different places where in one process it gets handed off to one person or another and it can get very confusing. So the last time that we went through this hiring process, it was so confusing and I got so many complaints. I'm like, I'm going to redo this. I hadn't looked at it in a couple of years. And so it was time to kind of dust it off and make sure that all the steps that were in there were necessary and to see if there were any other steps that we needed to add. And so I did just that over the course of the last couple of days. I worked out in a little bit here, a little bit there, shared it with the supervisors in the company, and then also shared it with our administrator. And uh, everyone said, yep, that's a good way of doing it. But what I learned is that, and, and, and this is my philosophy for processes at this point, what I want is one succinct series of steps contained in one document that one person is responsible for. So what I don't like is where there's a process where like this person comes in and then this person goes out, another person comes in and they go out and there's all these handoffs within the process. What I want is like, each one of those sections where like someone comes in, does some work, and then they're out of the process and someone else takes over for some reason. Each one of those little sections is its own process. So I've broken our one hiring process. It used to be called like the hiring process. I broke it up into four different process documents and I'll read them to you right now. So the first step is by the supervisor to create the job requirement. Now, this is where the supervisor, I won't go into details here, of course, but this is where the supervisor will do things like discuss the need with the CEO, me, for the job and receive approval to proceed. So I don't want people like wasting their time like, oh, I want to go hire this new 
uh, person or role, Eric. And I'm like, no, nah, man, like we we're, we're on a hiring freeze right now or something like that. Right. Or that that's not the direction we want to go in. This is our strategy. They write up the job description. They identify the steps in the interview process. They want how long they want the job open for and the salary range that they expect. I approve the salary it's a second time. I'm kind of like injected in, but for the most part, this is, this is all the supervisor. Now, when they have to get like approval from me, it's just a line that says, get approval from the CEO. So I'm not going to create a document for that. That's part of the supervisor's job responsibility. But in the end, at the end of this process step, which again is called create a job requirement, we now have a job requirement that's been handed off to the office administrator. And the next process takes over. The exit criterion from the create job requirement process, the exit criterion is the process called identified job candidates has been initiated. That's the second step. Now, identified job candidates is where the office administrator will do things like put up a job ad on Indeed, start getting some resumes. If there's any follow-on questions that the supervisor wants asked, they'll make sure that's, that's all done. And they get a list of candidates. So once they've identified candidates, then that gets kicked back over to the supervisor. A third process document called interview job candidates. You can use your imagination to figure out what's entailed in that. They basically interview, they narrow down to one or two candidates or down, really down to one. And then the fourth one, it gets kicked back over to the office administrator. And the fourth one is extend written job offer. So that's when we, we take the job requirements, the salary, we, we create a formal job and then we send it to them. And then the candidate signs, and now, boom, they are now our employee with a start date in the future. And then a whole nother process kicks off the actual onboarding of the new employee process. So that's how I've blown out this one massive, confusing hiring process. I'm going to continue to do this kind of like blowout because, I, again, I think it's very important that every process is owned by one person and one person owns it. In this case, I own the process process owner is CEO. And then there's a responsible role. This is the person who's going to exercise it. Supervisor or office administrator in these four processes that have to do with hiring that I explained to you. So I hope that clarifies kind of how we do processes, processes here. Easy for me to say. And uh, hopefully there's some takeaways for you as well that you can apply to your business. If you have any questions about this, hit me up on Instagram. You can find me there at eric.j.olson. That's E-R-I-K dot J dot O-L-S-O-N. Are you a business owner looking to reach more customers and grow? Array Digital is a world-class digital marketing agency that partners with companies just like yours. We've worked with top brands throughout the country and love helping businesses generate more revenue, employ more people, and serve more customers. Reach out to find out more about our award-winning website design, SEO, advertising, and social media. You can find us online at thisisarray.com or call us at 757-333-3021.